This episode is brought to you by Learner's Edge. Learner's Edge offers practical teaching strategies and CEU credits. I'll tell you more about them later, but for now, let's get on with the show. BAM Radio Network. What do I say to my administrator to help them understand that more physical activity does improve their academic performance? And the problem is that a lot of these children may or may not be actually ADD or ADHD, but it's because they have to sit for such long periods of time. Welcome to Every Classroom Matters. This is Vicki Davis, the Cool Cat Teacher, and you're listening to the show for busy teachers everywhere about the best practices that matter. Let's get started. Today we're talking with Brad Johnson about how we can get more physical activity in all of our classrooms. Now, Brad, why do we need more physical activity? Because isn't there an academic reason that we need to have more movement in our classroom? Yeah. uh, One of the things that we talk about in the book is how that sedentary education is probably the biggest disservice that we've done to students in this generation. Because if you think about it, students and children by nature are very active. And so when our classrooms are confined to like sitting in a desk or, you know, even with group work, it's very sedentary. And so, you know, we have students that, you know, lack focus when they have to sit so long. They don't have the core strength that they need to sit for long periods of time. And so they become distracted and off task and have behavior issues. And the list goes on and on. And it really is easily remedied by as simple as getting the kids up and moving in in the classroom. So the name of your book, uh, for our listeners who haven't heard of it yet, is Learning on Your Feet, Incorporating Physical Activity in the K-8 through Classroom. But of course, we're uh, hitting all classrooms today. We're talking about all of them. So what is an active classroom? If you look, we did a lot of the research came from uh, Texas with uh, Dr. Benden, Dr. Mark Benden at Texas A&M. And he actually has 70 pilot schools in Texas where he's worked on just getting them active. And this can be something as simple as letting them stand up every 10 to 15 minutes and just change their level of position of the body. And that actually changes the blood chemistry in the body as far as like oxygen uptake, etc. But you can do simple activities that we have in the book on core and balance that you can actually do by the desk. Uh, Only one in 12 students has the core strength of students from the 1980s, only one in 12. And what we know about core strength with the body is it actually affects the same area of the brain as executive functioning, which has to do with focus, organization, and other skills that we need to be a successful learner. And so that physical activity actually improves our achievement. It doesn't just help children burn off energy or help them you know, focus, but it actually does help improve achievement. One of the byproducts of this that he's found is that students in these classes have, uh, because they're more physically active in the classroom, have been able to reduce medication for uh, ADD and for ADHD. Because, you know, that is an issue that we have in our country right now is so many children are put on these uh, medications. And the problem is that a lot of these children may or may not be uh, actually ADD or ADHD, but it's because they have to sit for such long periods of time that most children would probably be seen as, you know, having an attention Mm -hmm. deficit disorder. 
just because they're so uh, inactive for long periods of time. And it also helps with the obesity epidemic. Uh, it helps improve students' BMI, which is their body mass index, and it shows like a, a level of, of obesity or not. So it actually helps students improve their health, basically. And so, and it helps students with um, behavior issues. Classroom management is always a big topic for teachers. And so when we get students more active, it actually, while it may seem like okay, they're up moving and it'll be harder to control them. But the reality is the more active that students are, the less off-task behavior they will exhibit, the more focused they will be in the classroom. And again, ultimately, which our bottom line we're always measured by is achievement, the more physically active that students are, actually the more successful they are academically as well. So we don't have time to go into the wealth of exercises and activities in the book, but Brad, could you just give us one or two things, just a taste of some of the things that every teacher can do? Because you've already talked about have students stand every 10 to 15 minutes. What else? Right. You can do balance exercises by the desk. Let the student stand by their desk and actually balance on one foot and kind of hold on to the desk. What we found with these types of balance and core exercises is that even athletic children tend to lack in these areas because like we said, only one in 12 have the core and balance of students from the 80s. So it's not a, a, a situation where, you know, uh, unfit kids feel, you know, embarrassed in the classroom because all the students have trouble with this. So it actually levels the playing field with all students that they're all beginners when we look at some of these like balance exercises or core exercises. So we can do them in the classroom and they all feel a sense of community because they're all basically at the same level. And you can do them at the class while they continue to teach, you know, let the students stand up, let them stand on one leg. And there's other exercises that you can do as well, like have an area in the back of the classroom. Uh, I've shared before that I had a student who was the son of a major league Hall of Fame pitcher and he was very active in the classroom, you know, he would get distracted easy. And so what I would do is allow him to go to the back of the classroom in an area and do push-ups. And he would do push-ups for two or three minutes and he would come back to his seat and be good for the rest of the class. And what I share with teachers is that, yes, for the first two or three days, that might have been a little bit disruptive. But after a few days, children, you know, adjust to things very well. And so when he would get up and go to the back of the class, it didn't disrupt class at all. It became part of the routine. And so incorporating these types of activities is not going to be distractive to the class, but just for a very short period. And then it becomes routine as anything else. Okay, Brad. So I'm convinced I want to do these activities and I am the Lone Ranger teacher and my principal or someone comes in and they're evaluating me on my classroom and they see that I have two kids doing push-ups in the back of the classroom. What do I say to my administrator to help them understand that more physical activity does improve their academic performance? Uh, show them my book. <laughs> <laughs> Besides show the book, what do I say in that moment? Because, you know, we teachers, we feel like we have to defend ourselves when we're doing these non-traditional things. It is hard to change because of the way we've been doing things is not really the right way, but it's the comfortable way. Well, the flip side can be uh, that as well. What about the principal that walks by a class and the students are leaned on their desk? You know, they're propped up, they're 
dropping their pencils and it seems like they're off task when the reality is they lack the core strength to really stay focused. So that's why they lean. That's why they lay on their desk by the end of the day. That's why they're often fatigued, although they sit all day. But the administrator walks by and he's like, okay, this teacher is either not engaging or can't control the class or whatever. And the reality is it has nothing really to do with the teacher or even the subject or the topic they're teaching on, but it really has to do with the physical fitness of the students. I love that. So really, administrators should be more upset about the students who are asleep and leaning and tapping their pencil than a kid who's doing push-ups for a minute or two. Absolutely. And again, it's no reflection on the teacher, but it's reflection on the students being so sedentary during the school day. So we need more recess time. Look at Finland. We know their test scores are among the elite. They take 15 minutes of every hour for recess, not just over the course of a day, a recess here or there, but they take every hour, they take 15 minutes to let the students be active, to move, to be social, to play. And we see that within that 45 minutes, they get more done than in 60 minutes or 80 minutes or 90 minutes of a typical classroom. So to finish up, I want you to give your one minute elevator pitch for why every teacher needs more physical activity in their classroom. I would say classroom management is the key. We know that with most teachers, that tends to be the issue. And again, it's not rules, it's not regulations, it's not these little, uh, you know, stand near the student or call on students. It's not about that. It's about students being active. And the more active students are, the more focused they are, the more organized they are, and the more engaged they are. And so when you have students that are able to move, to play, engage, and learn physically, then you're going to have much less issues in the classroom, which means that you're going to have students that are more successful academically as well. Teachers, we need to all figure out how we can have more movement in all of our classrooms. I teach computer science and I'm going to do it. We all need to do it. It's very important. We know there's a mind-body connection. So let's get out there and let's help our kids get more active and we need to get more active ourselves. Before we go, I want to tell you about another source for practical strategies, techniques, and tips that you can use in your classroom. It's called Learner's Edge. Learner's Edge offers continuous Continuing education courses that are specifically focused on strategies for improving your classroom practices tomorrow. They offer practical courses like engaging students with pop culture, keys to developing a motivating classroom, and positive interventions for students who challenge us. Learner's Edge also has relationships with several regionally accredited colleges and universities, so you can use these courses for CEU credits, relicensure, recertification, or salary advancement. The courses are self-paced and available online so that you can fit the course into your life and work on your course whenever and wherever you like. If you are planning to do some professional development this summer, you'll want to take a look at Learner's Edge. Just click the Learn More button on your screen to go to Learner's Edge. Or if you're listening by podcast, go to www.learnersedgeinc.com forward slash POD. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Every Classroom Matters. If you think today's guest is helpful or inspiring, will you share this show with someone else? I'm Vicki Davis, the Cool Cat Teacher, and I'm here to help. So give me a shout out on Twitter. And thank you for making the best practices here on Every Classroom Matters part of your busy day. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.